Come walk with me. Oh my God, I almost fell on my face. Hi, it is Saturday, Memorial Day weekend. I am walking across, I live like, my neighborhood is across the street from a UPS. I'm walking to UPS to send some rent the runway stuff back because I have a black tie thing I have to go to in New York next weekend, so I have to get it back to them so that I can pick up the dress, da 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 Boring shit. <sighs> and this weekend, I have really huge plans, which is that I am working. And I know some people are going to be like, oh my God, you shouldn't be working, like rest, take time off. I'm one of those people. I say that's people. But the thing is, I'm good at taking I'm good at rest. I'm good at disconnecting when I need to. I am like the queen of that. If I need to disconnect, goodbye, sayonara, motherfucker. I'm out of here. I don't feel guilt. I don't feel uneasy. I know when to call it, right? But on the flip side of that, I also know when my time is required, when I'm in a push season, when I'm in uh, a growth period. And... I also would like next weekend when I'm in New York to fully disconnect. And that does require some work being done somewhere. You know, it has to get done at some point. So this is my little trade-off is that I'm going to work a decent amount this weekend. It's about 11.30 a.m. I'll probably start working, working around 1. I'll probably work like until I fall asleep, let's be honest. And then I'll probably work like three hours on Sunday, a few hours on Monday. Like, we're not talking like 12-hour days both days. But, yeah, I'm going to work. I got shit to do. We're making big old moves. You know what I mean? So that's that. Now, here's how I justify that. Here's why I am perfectly fine working on a holiday weekend. And I have to preface this with what feels like the most obvious one, which is that I don't have kids. (laughs) I don't have kids. I am like unmarried. Uh, I do live in the same city as a lot of my family, but like they have plans. So I don't have any requirements to be anywhere anyway. I also know that this is a period of my life that I, or a period of my year, that I'm dedicating myself to push. And if you've been around here for a while, I do push seasons, I do rest seasons. I call them push and pull seasons. And in a a push season, this one that I'm currently in started about mid-April, end of April, and will go until about like June 1st. So I'm nearing the end, right? When I go to New York, that's the end of a push season. I also like to build my push seasons where right after it, I either plan something really exciting or I plan it where it comes up to something really exciting. That way, when I go to New York, my motivation is get your shit done by then. Because then you get to be in New York celebrating, okay, we're moving into a pull period, which is really exciting. Time for summer, playful, exciting, no goals, just coasting, right? But the pressure's on right now. So when the pressure's on, you got to work. That's just how the cookie crumbles, my guy, you know? So that's the first thing. The first thing that, well, the first thing about everything is that I don't have kids. I think that this would be a much different conversation if I had kids. So if you have kids, just know that that's a privilege that allows me to work a little bit. Two, the other thing to keep in mind is that uh, I've committed to this. 
I, I, whenever you do like a VIP day with me or a strategy intensive with me, I plan a year of your launches if that is something that the client needs. And when I plan my year, I knew Dial Zero would be opening around March-ish, that we'd be signing clients in March to start April 1st. Of course, April was going to be manic. Now, when you sign clients, it's always a bit of a slow start. You know what I mean? Like, you're always kind of finding your way. You're always kind of like doing this legal back and forth, especially if they're big clients. Um, And we were signing a bunch of like really big clients, like, you know, big clients. So I knew that that was going to kind of happen. And then you onboard and it's just a shit ton of work because you have like all these edits. You haven't found your system yet. You haven't like found your way. So the beginning is always just wild, right? So we onboarded all these clients, really exciting, really big clients. You can check them out on dialzeromarketing.com. And we pushed, you know, we pushed to get, you know, the tone right because we do mainly social media and email marketing. Sometimes we do branding and packaging, but generally speaking, we needed to push. I'm literally crossing the street. I'm going to die. Oh my God. This is a terrible idea. What have I done? Okay. I'm standing in a median. If anybody is listening to this podcast and you just drove past me in St. Louis, I'm standing on a median. Don't judge me. Okay. Uh, what was I saying before I almost walked into my imminent death? I think I was saying that, uh, we knew what we were walking into, right? I knew that I was walking into a push season dial zero. That's why I like building these periods out guys, because like you're not being held to some like standard that someone else set on you and you're not feeling like I'm busy all the time. Always. This is a decision you made in alignment with your calendar. And so that you could take off when you wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Me knowing that I wanted to take a decent amount of June and July to just relax, recap with my friends, like coast. I'm doing summer Fridays. Like I want a chill ass fucking summer, dude. And how am I supposed to have a chill ass summer if we're onboarding clients left and right and I have to be glued to my computer? So I chose that April and May and the push push season's coming to a close. The other thing that I want to talk about, though, that is a little bit unrelated to Memorial Day, but also kind of related, is that not only are we in a push season these past two months, but we are in a growth stage this year, I would say, in Dial Zero specifically. Now, I could talk about Team AP another time, because this season, I don't even know this season. This season is a new season for me. This season is like, a super profitable twenty to $30,000 a month if I'm not even looking at the business. That's pretty new for me. I've always had to do services. I'm not doing services and we're still killing the game. So uh, this would be stage four, if you guys know my four stages of business building, minimize, where I get to get out of you know, the services a little bit. I get to focus on things that I like. Not that I don't like my services. I love my services, but I get to focus on things that you know, feel easy, like my podcast. And I get to do things that feel easy, like the doers. God, I love the doers. So now I'm entering this season with Team AP Consulting where I'm like, we're on autopilot. This isn't even coasting. This is Jesus take the wheel, you know? And they've got it. Uh, He's got it. They've got it. I don't know what you believe in. But anyway, so Team AP is set. Dial Zero Marketing, we're in a growth period. And you know what that means? I say yes to everything. If it aligns with the future, if it aligns with the business, if it aligns with where we're going, it's a yes. Oh, you're under budget? Great. It's still a yes. Oh, you're not exactly what we wanted, but we can show 
our capabilities with a case study, it's a yes. Oh, you want to only work with us for a month and we require three months? It's a yes. I have no boundaries in growth mode because I want to say yes, 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 yes. Then I know when I get maxed and I'm like, we're done. Now we're moving into, let's be particular. We have built enough momentum that now the ball is at the top of the hill, right? That's what a growth period feels like. It feels like taking a boulder and pushing it up a hill. And it feels like it's coming against you harder than it than you're pushing it up. And you're like, this is exhausting. You can't really take a break or else it's going to smother you. Uh, this ended up, ended up being a good analogy. And it just feels really heavy. And you're like, this is never going to stop. It's never going to stop. And your brain starts telling you this is going to be forever. But you have to remember that there's a peak coming. And then you're at the top of it. And you get to decide which direction you're going to roll down. And we all know going downhill is way easier than going uphill, right? So when I'm going uphill, I'm kind of like, sure. It's a little harder. It's a little bit more time intensive. It's a little bit more stressful. It's a little bit more overwhelming. All of those things are completely true. Not even going to lie. It's tough. Okay. I took clients never would have taken. I took opportunities that were completely free that I should have been charging $6,000 for. I took opportunities for 50% of what I should be charging. Like we have been just been stretched to the max making absolutely no money compared to what we should be making. But the key here is should be making. That money will be made in the future based on the case studies and the work that we're doing when we're pushing this boulder up the hill. But now I had a mark. I knew what I'm, that mark was going to look like. I knew generally when we got there how I would feel and the confidence that I would have and the, okay, we've done enough. And it just hits. It just hit yesterday where I'm like, this is a solid lineup. These are solid case studies. We can show people what we can do. Now we can go charge the prices that we want to charge, which is very exciting. So now we're at the top of the hill and now I'm going to get selective. This is the end of the push period. This is where I'm going to start saying to people, unfortunately, we can't do it for that price, but I have someone for you. And that's when I'll, you know, obviously always go to the round table first, then I'll go to the doers and then I'll open it up to the public for opportunities. Typically doesn't make it to the public because I stops at the round table or the doers. Um, but I'll also probably, you know, be selective about the types of partnerships that we have or, the types of services that we're offering, not just price, uh, but also like deliverables, case studies, values of the brands that we're working with. Like this is my time to kind of be like, okay, I built enough to prove, to have proof of concept. Now I want to align with people that will attract more of what I want. That is what I get to do now, which I'm really excited about. So that is kind of, if you, again, going back to those four stages, prep mode is kind of what I've been in. Now we're entering into build mode. Next one is scale then it's minimize. Hopefully it minimize. I'm out of the business. We have a CEO at Dial Zero Marketing who's kind of running the ship. Uh, that's, you know, kind of like a small goal. I don't know if that's going to happen. But anyway, I don't mind working Memorial Day weekend because what some people see is like a weekend setback or a couple day setback or a today setback or the next hour setback. They're thinking too small. This weekend does not set me back because the work that I'm doing is intentional it's aligned with my goals. It's not busy work. It is smart work. I don't do stupid work. I don't do like dumb, this doesn't get me anywhere work, right? So the stuff that I'm doing this weekend, I'm laying bricks. That might be like saying like, why am I going to take this time to like lay this bricks? Because I'm going to have a house soon, right? And I'm so close to that finish line that I'm not going to just like take a nap on the side and like wait two hours because I feel tired. No, I'm so close. Just push through. That's what I'm doing. And sometimes you have to make those decisions. And I think that this is where people get so up their ass about hustle culture. It's like, or 
I am making the best investment in my, with my time into myself. And I don't think hustle culture is incorrect, but I also don't think people get it right. Because to me, hustle culture is like, let's not push so hard for something that someone else told us we want. Let us not completely sacrifice our happiness. But here's my thing. When people say don't sacrifice your happiness for your work, you think it means short term. But do you know how I run the numbers? Do you know how much money I get to make from these businesses at the end of this year? In both businesses, I'll pretty much be like managing and just showing up as myself instead of doing the day-to-day work. Zero. None. No zero work. No, like no, no day-to-day work. That to me, to make over five figures a month from two businesses that I just built for the past three years and the hard work that I put into it, that's an investment. So why would I rob my future happiness of something because I'm too stubborn to put in a few more hours of work this weekend? Do you know what I'm saying? And you have to, you have to be the person to kind of know where that line is. But at all times, I want, to, I want you to ask yourself, it, like, is this busy work? Is this contributing to the greater good? Because if all weekend all I had to do was like update, update like Airtable or send emails, absolutely not what I'd be working. But I have work work to do this weekend. I have like strategic build out kind of work to do this weekend. So that is why I don't mind working on Memorial Day weekend is because I am building something of value. And when you are building an asset, an asset you can sell, when you're building a cornerstone hero product that you can make you know, millions of dollars from without necessarily doing too much of a lift, you're, you're happy to work. You're excited about it because you see that crystal clear future. You see that vision, you know what it's going to take to get you there. You're excited about those steps versus seeing it as like, today I'm impacted. It's like, no, today you're blessed to lay this next step in your foundation, to lay this next, you know, part of your grounding, your, your, your future. And later you're going to be so happy because it's gorgeous. So that's what I'm going to leave you with. My phone's on 9% and I haven't even gone into UPS yet, but I love you guys. Hope you have a good weekend.